Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, why did she back away? Another guy? Was I too needy? Etc. So I got two different emails I'm going to go through with you today. And so the first one, the guy, he's a seven-time reader of 3% Man. So we're going to go through this email and see how well he knows or doesn't know the material because he started working with a female colleague. He almost seduced her, got really close, and some things happened. And then after, when he tried to set the next date, he had a second date set. She canceled that. <clears throat> then he tried to set another one like a week later because she had gone home sick from because they worked together. And then she sent him something that sounds like there's another dude in the picture, but... He's concerned something may have happened when he was trying to seduce her, just from the reaction. So I think there's some things this guy is leaving out, in, in which a lot of guys do. They try to make themselves look good, and we got to be like detectives to kind of read between the lines. So let's go through this first guy's email. <clears throat> he says, hi, Corey. I could really use some help, as this girl has completely left me in the cold. I'm a seven-time reader, and your book is incredible. A female colleague started working at my place in a different area, and she immediately took a liking to me, according to a friend who started at the same time as she did. I found out that she was on a dating app due to her love life going quiet and had been rejected and stood up by two guys this past week. Ooh. So we know there's guys in the background. There's other dudes that she's trying to get with. So we know that. As I always ask women out in person, thanks to your work, it's definitely more masculine. And especially these days with everybody just a bunch of scroll monkeys on their phones and not interacting with other human beings, being able to strike up conversations in person is a plus. It's a bonus. It's a superpower. I mean, the reality is if if you're worried about talking to women in person or approaching or cold approaching, if you can't talk to her in person when you first meet her, what do you think is going to happen on a date? You're going to sit there, uh, what do I do? Uh, hi? Uh. What are you going to do? So you got to learn to converse with other human beings. You have to develop your skills at small talk. And if you're not good at that, you need to work on that. And that's why you need to talk to more strangers in person and get good at striking up conversations with anyone anywhere because you never know when you're going to turn around and there's a smoke show there smiling at you. It just it happens that quickly. So you got to be prepared. As Confucius said, success depends upon prior preparation. And without said preparation, there's sure to be failure. He says, as I always ask women out in person, thanks to your work, I decided to ask her out. She was blushing, smiling, and stunned to be asked out in person, yeah, because especially if a girl's online, she probably hardly ever gets this experience in person. Especially with today's guys, they're just they're stuck to their devices and they're kind of weird and socially awkward. <clears throat> he says we set up a date, time and place, three days later, and I got her number. The week resumed at work, no texting, textbook. He says, come the day of the date, we were at the bar and had some conversations about things we like and what we do outside of work. She openly admitted she liked me for a while and was happy I asked her out. So far, so good. Originally, 
I told her friend that I don't date coworkers, but this girl completely knocked my socks off. He says, I know, my bad. Well, as the old Indian proverb says, if tribe not to know, keep mouth shut. And you should definitely not be saying things like this, especially with the people you work with, especially to a woman. I think women can keep a secret for like 45 seconds max before they got to tell somebody. There was actually a study, I don't even remember, it was years ago. I remember talking about this in previous videos. But it's like, it's under a minute. Women got to tell somebody. So the average woman can keep a secret for like 45 seconds before she's like, who can I tell? Who can I tell? And then before you know it, just everybody knows about it. Especially when it comes to romance. Girls love juicy gossip. He says, she asked me about my previous relationships and I was taken aback by this. Remember, he says he read this seven times. I was taken aback. <laughs> she opened up about her past. So to ease her mind, I told her mind too, as she really wanted to know. I, less is more. You say, I'm on good terms with my exes. I had great relationships, typically three to four years. Like We stay together and I'm on good terms with them. Sometimes relationships run their course. And then you turn right around and ask a different question and change the subject. Because whoever is asking the questions is the one who's running the conversation. you got to remember that. Guys get themselves backed into a corner, and that's kind of what it sounds like. He kind of got backed into the corner about that. And he felt he had to be honest and regurgitate everything to her. He says, I've always been the dumper, three serious relationships, four years each, so that shows I'm in it for the long haul. What does that mindset tell you? He is seeking her approval and validation. I hope she likes me. Instead of, do I like this girl? Is she good for me? If we start hooking up, is she going to be cool at the office? Is she going to cause problems? Is she going to be gossiping to all the girls about how big my schwantz is? Got to think about these things. You got to think differently. Not like, oh, please pay attention to me, your highness. It just gives away the mentality of how, what his thinking is about himself. And remember, we're going to act consistently with how we view ourselves to be, and it doesn't matter whether the view is accurate or not. He says, I changed the subject to speak about her goals and family. Good job. As I wanted to know if she had been brought up well. Nice. See? He's vetting. This is what you do on dates. You try to vet. Do I like this girl? Is she good for me? Does she come from a good family? Or is she a ratchet? We then went bowling and mini golf. And did mini golf. And then as the date progressed, she was knocking back drinks. Come the end of the date, she held my arm and I walked her back to her place. She invited me in. Ooh. Time for the after party. The private after party with just you and her as the guests. Well, you're kind of the guest of honor because you're at her place. As we sat down, she put her head on my shoulder with her face up towards mine. Well, that's pretty obvious. I looked at her, she smiled, and then I kissed her. We made out for a few minutes. She put my hand on her butt. Ooh. And as it got further, I went down below, but she pulled back. So did I. We carried on kissing. Remember, two steps forward, you encounter resistance like this. Whoop, one step back. Doesn't mean that's it and you stop. It just means you're going a little too fast. Even though she's the one to put your hand on her butt, you got a little too aggressive, apparently. You get better at this with age and time, and the more you practice it, you get really smooth. Your hands, whoops, just accidentally bumped her nipples, and you don't hold on too long. It says, ooh, I just, oh, accident, sorry, oops. 
He says, we carried on kissing. We were near her bed. And she sat there pulling me in, kissing me. So far, so good. I then took her top off. Remember, I discussed this in the book. Two steps forward, one step back. This is so common. I took her top off, but then she stopped saying, we can't because we're co-workers. You just say, babe, I promise you, I'm James Bond. I won't tell anybody. I won't tell anybody how naughty you are. But she puts her blouse back on. What does that mean? Just slow down a little bit, continue talking, maybe caress her face, run your fingers through her hair, talk for a little bit, start making out again, slowly move around, slowly take the blouse off again. Each time you get a little further. Remember, she stopped you when you when you put her your hand down her pants after she put your hand on her butt. You went too far too fast. And probably... I would say you went a little too far too fast with taking the blouse off. You're a little too eager. So you got to slow down a little. Slow. Because you're encountering resistance twice in a short period of time. It tells me you're going a little too fast. The idea is to go slightly slower than her. He says, I didn't get butt hurt. She then lied down on her bed, embarrassed, like she was about to pass out. So I decided to leave. So if she's really super drunk and like, oh, you, I wouldn't necessarily leave. You could just lay there and cuddle. Maybe you wake up in the middle of the night and you have sex. Maybe you wake up in the morning and you have sex. I wouldn't just up and leave because when you, he says, then she walked me out and I was confused. So when you just decided to leave, she's invited you in. I'd be staying the night. I'd be cuddling with her. Just say, you tired? Well, why don't we go to sleep? love to wake up with you in my arms in the morning and just lay there and cuddle because you might more than likely hopefully wake up a little morning wood poking her in the back hey girl hey girl (laughs) but just to up and leave what it looks like is that you were just trying to get laid you got rejected and boom now i'm dipping out it's just a bad way to go Remember, two steps forward, one step back. I wouldn't have dipped out unless she's like, well, I'm going to go to bed, so you need to leave. Then you leave. But obviously she wasn't. I would have stayed. But if she was really super drunk, probably not a good idea to seduce her. Just sleep together late. I mean, not having sex. But sleep together in bed and cuddle. And who knows? Maybe in the middle of the night, she wakes up. She sobers up a little bit. She gets a little frisky, a little more grabby. But you left. I wouldn't have done that. He says, next day, she texted me saying, thanks for the night before. I called her and asked her if she was okay. And that I would like to see her again. Are you okay because of what happened physically between the two of you? Are you just saying, hey, are you really hung over? Not really sure. Almost sounds like he's saying, are you okay? Are you mad at me? Did they do something wrong? She said she's free in three days time. So I playfully joked, you're keen. He's obviously from Europe. Probably the UK. Or maybe the land down under. And we set up a date. On the day of the second date, I saw her at work, in the distance, laughing and joking with her friend. Later, she went home ill. He says, alarm bells. Yeah, that's probably not not fun. You're thinking, all right, I can't wait till the night. Date number two. Going to get a little further. Going to probably get to the promised land. Play hide to salami. She'll be beating the bishop. Getting the general to stand attention. 
She texted me saying she needed a rain check because she was not feeling well. So she definitely was sick because you saw her leave because she was ill. He says, I replied, unless she's like, oh, I'm not feeling good. I don't want to go on this date. But we're assuming she's ill. She went, did go home sick after all. And so he said, I replied with no problem. Let me know when you're better. She put definitely 100%. Everything seems fine. A few days later, she came into work and I noticed she was blanking me and staying away from me as much as possible and her friend was off of me too. Nothing's happened since then. So what does that mean? If she's hiding, it means she feels bad. What could she feel bad about? Or maybe she feels guilty. Because... As we continue, I gave her the benefit of the doubt being ill. So I texted her five days later. Remember, you did tell her, hey, let me know when you feel better. You weren't congruent with that. So it's a little bit over pursuing. If you tell a girl, hey, well, when you're better, let me know. We'll, we'll reschedule. But he didn't do that. So he texted her five days later saying, hey, hope you're well. I am free one or two days this week. What's your schedule looking like? Would love to see you. She waited hours to reply and then said, quote, something's happened in my life and I don't think it's fair to make plans. I hope you understand. That would mean I found another man or my ex has come back in the picture and I really care about him and I'm going to give it another chance. Or those guys that were blowing me off from online when I decided to go out with you. They finally came back. Could be. Like I said, this totally looks like another dude. That's why. Because she feels a little guilty. She's thinking, man, I got this guy all wound up. Now we work together. But now she's hanging out with some other dude. He said he replied, no problem. Whenever you figure it out, give me a call. And if you change your mind. She didn't respond. At work, whenever we came across each other, I'd give her a big smile and said, hey, she hasn't since made contact, but stays away as best she can. She and her best friend are still off with me. I'm led to believe that she thinks I'm ignoring her when I'm not. I don't know why you think that. So she and her friend are mirroring by ignoring me. I think what's happened is she got involved with another guy, maybe got back together with her boyfriend, and her she told her friend about it, and they're thinking, oh, if he finds out I'm seeing somebody else, it might get weird or awkward. So let's just keep our distance. I'm not particularly sure what is going on or what I have done, but the ball is in her court. You notice he blames himself for everything. He says, she hasn't blocked me, and I know that for sure. Like I said, that the quote that something happened, what really happened is another dude came into her life that she was more emotionally invested in or came back into her life. So you did the right thing by just saying, hey, give me a call if you change your mind. And so when you're at work, you should act like nothing's changed. And you should continue giving your attention to other women at work and not her or her friend. If you see her, wave, smile, and then go about your business. If you she comes over and stands next to you, you're like, hey, you, what's going on? How you been? What's new? Remember, you told her to get in touch if she changed her mind. And so if you give your attention, especially if there's other pretty girls in the office, and you're laughing and joking with them all the time, and you don't really pay much attention to her and she becomes available again or things go sideways with the other dude, she'll start trying to get your attention. 
But at the end of the day, she removed her attention and gave you kind of a vague explanation. And she's been kind of standoff at work. And if I'm a betting man, I would say there's because there's another dude in the picture that came back in the picture and she felt guilty about that. Because she's worried because this probably happened to her in the past that you're going to become a little obsessive over because you fooled around a little bit and you had a little kissy poo. And she's going to be thinking, man, I got this guy all wound up about me at work and now she's getting back together with some other dude. And typically, guys that don't know any better don't go away quietly in those situations. They get butthurt. They get perturbed. They get upset. Got to confront her. Got to talk to her. Find out what's wrong. Like I said, everything looks like just another dude's in the picture or came back in the picture. Somebody she already had more time with and was more emotionally anchored to. He says, she hasn't blocked me, and I assume she may have been back on her dating app and is into maybe another guy and was trying to let me down gently, but that doesn't excuse her ignorant behavior. I don't know what you mean by ignorant behavior. Does that mean her ignoring you? Like I said, it just seems like it's kind of guilty. She doesn't want to tell you that she got back together with an ex or something. And that's why it shouldn't bother you either way. You should just treat her like it's no big deal. How would you treat her if you were tired of sleeping with her? You'd be nice, you'd be cordial, you'd be friendly, but you're not going to do anything to try to get her out or go on a date or anything, almost like you're not interested. If you had three other girls you were hooking up with, you're not going to care about the girl you went out on one date with at the office, kissed a little bit, and then who went back to her ex-boyfriend. Because you're having fun with the girls that are actually ready, willing, able, and open to romance with you. He says, anyway, no contact has been over three weeks now. What do you think may have happened or why did she accept a second date just to blow me off when nothing out of the ordinary seems to suggest otherwise? Well, like I said, it just seems like there's another dude that came back in the picture. That's all that really happened. And if she, you know, says something about it, you just say, oh, I just assumed you got, maybe you got back together with your boyfriend or an ex or a guy that was, things were going sideways with when we started talking. And it's like, hey, it doesn't work out. Let me know. And then we can pick up where we left off as long as I'm not taken by one of the girls that are lusting after my sexy body. Got a lot of fans, you know. It's tough being a man these days. All these lockdowns, girls are very aggressive after we came out of the lockdowns. Being cooped up at home for all those months and years, especially in Europe. So anyways... I wouldn't do anything. I keep dating other women, just everything that I, I told you. But like I said, if I'm a bet man, if I'm in Las Vegas, I'm definitely putting my money on there's some other guy because that's the behavior. You didn't do anything super inappropriate or out of, out of the ordinary and her texting after was fine. But like I said, it completely turned on a dime because there's probably another dude in the picture. That's the only thing that makes sense. And stop beating yourself up. Just get back out there, dude. Get some more choices and more options. That'll give you more swagger. It'll give you time to practice what's in the book because I pointed out a few things in the beginning that I would clean up. Gee, the idea is just to get a little better. That's all. The less mistakes you make, the lower the chances you're going to have of talking around and liking you. So let's go to email number two. He says, hey, coach, I'm 26 years old and recently discovered all your material. I'm currently in my second read of your book, and I wish I had found it sooner. I know. I've heard that a lot. Wish I had your book 10 years ago. Wish I found it 10 years ago. Wish I'd found it 20 years ago. I wish I had a book like mine, man, when I was younger. Especially the young guys that follow me. It's like, you dudes, my dudes, you have no idea how lucky you are 
to have a book like this. And the fact that you can even read it for free on my website, it's like, man, I, I, so many things I missed out on when I was younger. And so it's it makes me feel good as a 52-year-old dude, almost 53 now, that a young guy in high school can date the prom queen, can have a great life and great experiences in high school and college, and not have to go, all th go through all the things that I went through to learn all this stuff. So makes the struggle worthwhile. He says, I'm in what people are calling a situationship, or at least that's what my lady friend called it. Don't worry, I didn't ask what we were. My situation goes like this. This girl is my best friend's girlfriend's best friend. <laughs> my best friend's girlfriend's best friend. Okay. We started hanging out and going on dates in July. Things were great. We were having fun, hanging out, hooking up at least two times a week. Everyone was telling me how into me she is, and I even met her parents a month later. Then out of nowhere in September, she started to pull away, and I got needy. Well, it, I wouldn't say it's you got needy. What happened is you became more needy. And what was going on is that she could tell that you were way more into her than she was into you. And women are like cats. Sometimes they spend a lot of time with you. They're just not as excited or as enthusiastic. You don't take that personally. You just think, great, she wants to go do other things. Now I got some peace. I can catch up with the boys. We can go out and drink some beers and watch some sports. Maybe go to the gun range. Have some fun. Since you're not committed, maybe go out with some other girls. So what happens in these situations, guys that don't know any better, is the kitty cat gets a little bored and the guy goes, oh, there's something wrong. I got to fix it. I got to call her. I got to text her. I got to find out where I stand. I got to confront her. Instead of just going, eh, her attraction dropped a little bit. Don't take it personally. Just let her be. He said, she said she isn't emotionally available and eventually told me that we need to pump the brakes. What she's basically saying is, hey, we're moving too fast. I feel like I'm being smothered. I feel like I'm in a relationship, but my feelings are not there for me to want to be in a relationship with you. And she can tell you're way more into her than she's into you. You're thinking, ah, she's going to be mine now. This is my girl. You're probably telling people, oh, it's going so great. And she's going, oh, I kind of like this guy, but I don't know. He's kind of coming on really strong. I'm confused. I don't know what I want. So after a month of not seeing her or reaching out to her, she started reaching out to me. I've learned from a wise man that women are like cats. On Halloween night, we were together for the first time since she pushed me away. We went home together and hooked up. Never try to keep somebody that doesn't want to keep you. We still get together about two times per month. And so in this case, remember, when somebody pushes you away and pumps the brakes then they messed it up they blew it up it's their job to fix it so they got to do all the pursuing from that point forward to show that they're they warrant your time and attention they have to earn it they don't just get it back automatically because they reached out to you you'll give them a chance to win you back over but they're gonna have to work for it and a lot of guys make the mistake of going right back to the pursuing and over pursuing and the same thing happens all over again and so in this case you got to let her do 100 percent of the calling texting and pursuing and you just set dates in the evening that can lead to sex at your place or hers 
He says, everyone still tells me how crazy she is for me. Oh, yeah, she sounds really crazy for me. And another, stop telling everybody your business. This is part of your problem. Because you're like, oh, so great. You're drooling all over the place when you talk about her. And that all gets back to her. And she's like, this dude is dopey and weak. And you're turning her off. So stop telling everybody in your friend circle your business. Because it goes right back to her and it doesn't make you look good. It makes you look like a bitch. It is what it is. Everyone still tells me how crazy she is for me. And she actually gets jealous when she sees me talking to other girls. But if we take a step back and bottom line her actions, she doesn't act like somebody like that. And these are other people telling you this. Maybe these are girls just trying to, oh, you got to tell her how you feel. Stay in there, buddy. Don't give up. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Just be yourself. Keep in mind, this girl is about a year removed from a very toxic relationship where her boyfriend cheated on her multiple times. When we started hanging out, she was only five to six months removed from it. He says, I know her emotions are all over the place, so when I don't hear from her, I just let her go knowing that she will be back. Well, you should be calling – when a woman stops things and pumps the brakes and disappears for weeks at a time, I think almost a month, he said in this case – Just because she reaches out and you hook up doesn't mean you go right back to calling and texting once a week. She pushed you away. She stopped the romance. And so therefore, she has to restart the romance. It's on her. And if she wants you to give her another chance because she pushed you away, you might be like, hey, this girl's messed up. You come from a good family. You're like, eh. You dated a toxic ex. You just pumped the brakes. Eh, I'd rather hang out with a girl that's excited to see me. And so unless there's lots of enthusiasm... You're not going to give her time and attention. That's why you let her do all the pursuing after she's pushed you away. How should I approach the situation ship moving forward? Well, she's just a girl you were casually hooking up with. That's it. And obviously your game was sloppy because you didn't know the book, but that's what brought you to the book because you're having problems. Because with that amount of time spent together, she should have been head over heels in love with you. So you got to think in terms of the courtship has kind of been reset to the starting point. You hooked up a couple times in the past month and you're not going to call. You're not going to text. You're not going to try to get her out on dates. But if she contacts you, you should assume she wants to see you. Invite her over to your place to make dinner together. And you should be following what's in seven principles again next back. And so if she comes over three dates in a row and you hook up all three times. Then you can meet her out and pick her up and take her on dates and things of that nature. But she still has to do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing in order for that to happen. Should I continue to proceed with caution or should I be the one to bring up the boundaries? No, you're thinking I got to lock her down. It's like part of the problem is you smothered her. You were focused on her relationship and locking her down, basically acting like a girl. And so that ruins the sexual polarity. As a man, what is the first thing that happens when we see a girl we like? We think about sticking a part of our body inside of her. I mean, that's the bottom line. We're thinking, ooh, I'd like to hit that. That's what you're thinking. You're thinking sex right away. Boom. But there's a process. There's hanging out, having fun while you're hanging out, and then the hooking up that happens after the first two things. So there is a process. And you're trying to rush it. You're trying to force things. That's why you got pushed away. You were smothering her and you were trying to force her into a relationship because you were afraid of losing her. Just like you said, you became needy. So, or actually, I should say, maybe it was the first guy who said he became needy. But at the end of the day, you could tell 
he's pursuing too much. He's too into her, and she's not as into him. But since he exercised self-control and waited, eventually she came back. And what will get in the way of her coming back even harder for you is you starting to call and text her again, trying to move things along faster. That's why if you let her do 100% of it, it's all on her. And then she reaches out to you as her attraction grows. Then you're not gonna, if the girl's chasing you, you don't have to worry about pushing her away. But you gotta read the book, you gotta learn the material. Don't be calling, don't be texting this girl when she does things like this. So if you got a question or a challenge and you'd like to get my help, go to understandrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.